Now let's get right to D. Carter, President Carter Financial Group, to talk about the weekly jobs claims that we got in today. When we look at those numbers, we really are seeing them at three-month highs, D. Um, you know, it came in higher than expected. When you look at that number of 286,000, tell me a little bit about the big picture. Are things getting better or not? Well, things are obviously improving over what they were a year ago at this time, Nicolette. In fact, we're seeing uh, an upgrade of about oh, 2 or 3% over what we have been seeing. And so that's a great news. Uh, unfortunately, we're also seeing a, a drop. In fact, we had 55,000 more people applied for unemployment this week than applied last week. And I think that's probably due to the Omicron virus. And we're seeing people uh, uh, laying off of their jobs or leaving their jobs. In fact, leaving their jobs is the biggest problem we've got right now in the, in the job market. We've had four and a half million people that have quit their jobs. That's an all-time high. I mean, we're looking at a 3.9% rate, which is the lowest we've had since last February. But the, the people that have quit their jobs voluntarily, and some of them, uh, is, is increasing somewhat. And that that is a, a, a problem we've got. When you've got 10.6 million jobs being posted and uh, six and a half million people, that's about a job and a half for everyone. And yet they're just not taking the jobs or going back. And there's of course, there's reasons for that. We have people that have quit their jobs because of COVID. They they were laid off and they've just not gone back to work. Uh, some of them are receiving more money right now on their uh, unemployment checks than they were receiving where they were working because they were hourly wage workers. And they're just, they decide they're going to wait it out and they're going to see how long they can receive the unemployment before they have to go back to work. And then there's those people that took early retirement because they were getting close to retirement when the COVID situation took, care, took place. And and they decided to take a, 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 an offer from their company and back off. So even though things are improving, we still have a lot of room for growth, a lot of way, a long ways to go. And I think you're making a great point because people somehow feel empowered that uh, we're seeing this churn and this quit rate that you're talking about at these record highs. They somehow feel comfortable to quit and get another job. And in, in many cases at a higher wage, right, a higher salary because of the inflationary environment that we have. Many of these are on the lower wage scale, of course, um, what we're talking about here. But the thing that's concerning, and that is that consumers are starting to dip into some of the savings you talked about unemployment and some of the stimulus that we've been getting from the government. And I know you know that is all beginning to fizzle away. And this is when inflation and real life is really beginning to hit folks in the face. That's what's going to happen. That's exactly what's going to happen. They're, when they're starting to dip into their retirement money uh, in order to, to make a living, to keep their, their act going, so to speak, and that starts to wane away. In fact, I had lunch today with a client who was laid off in November, and he's going through these very same things right now, and we're trying to decide. He's a TDA client. We're trying to decide how we're going to take care of his situation until he can find another job. I will say this, that a lot of the jobs that are being offered out there now are higher paid jobs, but they're unquestionable qualified people that have taken a lower paid job to lay off and they're not qualified to take the higher paid job. So we've got kind of a, a, a two-pointed spear, if you will, one on, one on either end. We've got jo jobs that are available, people that are unqualified to get them, other jobs that are available that people don't want to take because it's a lower income. So we've kind of caught on a hoisted on our own petard, if you would say, because of the situation that we see. Yeah. And, you know, just like that, right, there's just not a match in many cases um, which is not good. And at the same time, we talked about during the holidays that you were paying more for what you didn't want. 
um, just because of inflation and supply chain issues. So, and now you have that rent uh, moratorium coming to an end as well, where people were able to push off rent and mortgages and things like that. That's also coming to an end. And so the Fed here has a lot to consider. The Fed has been very hawkish. You know that we're hearing talk of four to six rate hikes. The Fed will have to adjust as they go along. What do you think we may see? Will the Fed start to slow down that hawkish call? I think we're going to see some things in March that will be interesting uh, when they when they meet in March and see what the Fed does. They're going to have to do something to control the inflation situation uh, for those people that are without jobs. As you mentioned a minute ago, Nicolette, the, the problem they've got is they don't have the money to meet the inflationary situation. So they're going to either have to take a lower paying job, which will fill some of that uh, uh, gap that we've got out there, or they're going to have to find right. some way to use their money to be able to go ahead and do what they need to do. Right. Absolutely. You know, and I love that you gave us an example. And I have a friend looking for a job. And I said, you just don't want a job. If you really wanted a job, there are jobs out there, but you're not willing to take one that you think, you know, you're too qualified for. And then, you know, they quit and they don't have jobs. And then there's other jobs that are open to your point that, you know, you're just not qualified for. So caught in the middle. And that's a tough, tough scenario, you know, especially when you're trying to have investor confidence. And that's another topic for another day, right? Consumer confidence is always something we watch closely as well. Dee, thank you so much. I enjoyed our conversation very, very much. Hope to see well, you again you soon. Dee Carter of Carter Financial Group. Thank you.